Hello and welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly and I'm here to provide regular bursts of information and inspiration, some neuroscience applicable to eating disorder recovery, perhaps a few rants, but otherwise lots of positivity with a bit of a Feck It attitude, some fun and a sprinkling of fabulousness to help everyone find freedom in recovery. Hi everyone and thanks for listening and tuning in again. I'm Helly and today's episode I want to talk a little bit about Christmas. But before I do, just to say that I have been making a series of podcast episodes about hunger and appetite in eating disorder recovery and there are going to be a couple more episodes on the topic of hunger coming out which will be out in the next week or two. But I just realised that Christmas is coming up And it's something that I think that some of you out there are probably already getting a little bit stressed about. And especially for our American friends, this week I know is also Thanksgiving. And that's also a time for you guys that's very similar to Christmas in having similar expectations from family and friends in terms of food and being expected to attend big meals and things like that. Which, of course, if you've got an eating disorder makes life a little bit stressful. So I'm going to release this week a couple of episodes on Christmas. Where I talk about Christmas though, you can change the word Christmas to Thanksgiving, to Hanukkah, to Diwali, to Ramadan, whatever your celebrations are that are causing you stress because they're going to involve family pressures, they're going to involve food, they're going to involve situations where you might have to sit down, where you're going to have to break your routine, that are all incredibly difficult and stressful. So I'm using the word Christmas here, but you replace that word with whatever celebrations you're stressing about. In this first episode, what I'm going to do is read to you a blog post that I wrote when I was in my recovery So I wrote this post when I'd been in proper recovery for probably about four or five months at that stage. I'd made more progress than I'd ever made in my life in recovering from the eating disorder, but I still wasn't recovered. And I still had, you know, certain anxieties and stress. So although I was a lot, lot better than I was, I still wasn't fully free in terms of mentally or probably physically for that matter. So I'm going to read you this blog post that I wrote and it's really explaining from my perspective at that time, which I think a lot of the points I make in this post are still very valid and I still go by them. So it's from my perspective as to why Christmas is so difficult for someone with an eating disorder or somebody in recovery from an eating disorder. Okay, so here we go, here's the post. Christmas, it's one little word that can strike sheer terror and deep nostalgic sadness into the heart of anyone with an eating disorder. A time of year those of us with eating disorders long to enjoy in the carefree and relaxed way people around us do and in the way we did before we became ill with just the normal everyday stresses of the season to endure. But Christmas is a time of year that can make life even tougher than it already is for anyone in or recovering from the depths of an eating disorder. Since becoming sick with this illness too many Christmases ago, this time of year has been hard. 
It's a time of year I absolutely loved before developing anorexia. Even in my adult pre-illness years, I loved Christmas. The magic, the time with others, the chance to relax and have fun. And dare I say it, I loved the food too and did not think twice about eating all of it. Then the illness came along and it changed all of that. During the years of having an eating disorder, I've spent Christmas in different ways, but generally trying to avoid it. Unfortunately, I did spend a couple of Christmases in treatment, but those years aside, I've always tried to push the season away by being the one to volunteer to work over Christmas and New Year as much as I could, or making excuses for why I couldn't visit family or friends, and generally wishing it was January and that the whole thing was all over with. This year I am in a better place, mentally and physically, having worked hard on my recovery over the past six months or so, and I'm feeling stronger to do Christmas this time around. But let me tell you, it's still not easy. It's better, and I'm better, but I'm not there yet, and this Yuletide might be an improvement on its immediate predecessors, but it's not as good as I'm longing for future festive seasons to be. But why is Christmas so hard when we have an eating disorder? For those around us, I don't think many even begin to understand why this time of year is as hard as it is for those of us with eating disorders. People naively assume it's about the food. And yes, it is about the food in part, but that's a small part. Christmas with an eating disorder is hard for more reasons than food alone. Christmas is an incredibly emotive, stressful and tense time of year for us all. And here are a few reasons for why this is. Christmas involves changes to routines. And with an eating disorder, we can become creatures of routine, more so than your average person. And any changes to routine in any small way are hard to deal with. At Christmas, routines can change in just about every possible way. And with this, of course, mealtimes move around, which if you do have an eating disorder can be difficult, as many of us get very rigid on mealtimes. How we eat will change what we eat and when we eat. Changes will throw our routine out the window and they feel chaotic. And yes, of course, the different foods and often more challenging foods at Christmas play their part here too. Alongside the routine changes with meals are changes in routines that we might have with our other weird, disordered behaviours or compulsions. Exercise or movement routines get disrupted and that of course leaves us feeling more anxious and more agitated. The next thing would be family dynamics. At Christmas, as a population on the whole, we are suddenly expected to spend time with our nearest and dearest in quite intensive ways. Suddenly, we're faced with the expectation to spend several hours, often around a dinner table, in the company of family members, with whom there might already be tensions. This is stressful to people without an eating disorder, but with an eating disorder as the elephant in the room too, this can merely add to what is already a very pressurised time. The next point is that Christmas and New Year is often a time for reflection. 
And when you have an eating disorder, reflecting on the big picture that is our life is rarely very easy. At this time of year, all that our lives are or all that our lives are not can seem to be magnified and zoomed in on, not just to us, but to those around us too. We can suddenly see even more clearly all that the eating disorder has taken from us. And that can create intense feelings of sadness, grief, despair, and frustration. Another big thing that makes Christmas difficult for somebody with an eating disorder is money spending. At Christmas, there's a need to spend more money than we normally do. And most people with an eating disorder have difficulty spending money due to the scarcity mindset that's such a strong feature with anyone who has restrictive eating or is in an energy deficit. And so money spending can actually be very stressful. And that's obviously just one more way that this time of year adds to your stress and feeling of chaos. The next thing is loneliness. Having an eating disorder is already a lonely experience in many ways. And at Christmas, feelings of loneliness can be made much worse, even when, and actually sometimes more so, when we're surrounded by other people. Christmas is a time that we're shown images of loved ones being together, happy, harmonious. And many of us with eating disorders, though, have isolated. Some will spend the day alone. Or if you are with others, it might merely highlight how little you do have in your life beyond the illness. And the other thing in terms of spending time with others is that that can really highlight to you how alone you are in the eating disorder when you're surrounded by a lot of people who are very comfortable and relaxed around food who don't have eating disorders. It can make you suffering on your own feel so much more lonely in that experience than you would otherwise. The next big thing I think you probably all experience is facing that potential diet talk or the I've eaten too much statements that always pop up at Christmas time. Yep, because this time of year is the time of year that the rest of the world eats a lot and then talks about why they shouldn't eat a lot and why they need to starve themselves from here on in. Now, I think all of you know, even with an eating disorder, that all this talk is just bollocks. Diet talk is all bollocks, and if they did starve themselves, we can generally testify to how miserable it will make them. But listening to this conversation matter when you're struggling to face food, or facing disordered thoughts yourself of having eaten too much, then hearing this from those around you is definitely less than helpful. And the next point is reminders of the past. This is tying in with the fact that Christmas is a time of reflection. It's also often a time of nostalgia and it can bring back memories of childhood Christmases or happier years and feelings of loss and sadness over the lost innocence of those days gone by or perhaps a grief for people who were in our lives at those times who aren't there now. So Christmas with an eating disorder is tough for many reasons and rarely is it the most wonderful time of the year for somebody with an eating disorder. Therefore, first and foremost, if you are struggling to find much joy this Christmas, give yourself a break. 
the extra stress, emotions and pressures at this time of year will all make recovery and the eating disorder a lot harder because resorting to the eating disorder has become your way to cope with stressful situations for years. So the illness will naturally be stronger right now. Expect it to be more difficult. And don't be hard on yourself because it is. And then when you've had a little cry and given yourself an internal hug, use the fact that this year is as hard as it is as motivation to push ahead right now and into next year. It doesn't have to be this hard every year, but it takes tough recovery work to make future years better. And that won't happen by wishing for it alone. Trust me, I tried that. Plus, if you think about it, Christmas is actually very pro-recovery. For many, it involves eating a lot, sitting around and relaxing. All the things in recovery you should be doing daily. So this Christmas might be tough, but start spending every day from here on eating and resting like it's Christmas Day. And next Christmas, it will be so hardwired into your brain to spend time in that way. The stress you're experiencing now will be all but forgotten. However you spend this Christmas and New Year, try to find a little fun where you can and keep that eye on the future, a future that can be better, brighter, more full of love and more colourful than now. It will take hard work, but that future is out there waiting for us all. And that's my Christmas wish for everyone. And I believe that it is possible. So as I said at the beginning of this episode, that was the blog post I wrote on my Recovering Nomad website back when I was in the recovery process myself. And I hope there's some information in there that's useful to you and helps validate perhaps how you're feeling about Christmas this year. If you are finding it it's stressful already or whether that's you know Thanksgiving or another celebration. It might not be easy getting through Christmas, but it is definitely possible and it's definitely still possible to make this year better than you think you ever possibly could. It's not too late to do that. So in this next episode that I'm going to be putting out, I will talk about some ways in which you can work on making this Christmas different despite having an eating disorder or despite being in recovery from an eating disorder. So look out for that next episode on some tips that I'm going to give on surviving Christmas with an eating disorder and actually maybe even, dare I say it, enjoying it because you can, you are allowed to. So that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you are celebrating Thanksgiving this week, then happy Thanksgiving to all my American friends. Otherwise, I will speak to you very soon. Thank you for listening to the Feck It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. Don't forget, eating disorder recovery doesn't have to be boring and doesn't have to be serious. Now go and grab yourself some food and have a fabulous rest of the day.